Get some recipes. Yeah. Yes, sir. I can't believe you've done this. Welcome to the Evolve Podcast, a podcast that explores personal evolution through our choices and overcoming life's challenges. The Evolve community is your ultimate destination for personal growth and evolution. True to form, I'm, I get to continue to be the dumbest person in the room. That's fantastic. Thank you. Did you ever get a, uh, uh, a quantum physical uh, explanation for how to uh, bake a meatloaf from a porn star? Bake a meatloaf from a porn star? And you're listening to another Evolved Short. Guys, we define wealth in four different ways. This is part of our Defining Wealth series, uh, number three, on spiritual wealth. Uh, so far, we've talked about our physical wealth, our financial wealth, and today we're going to talk about our spiritual wealth. Uh, so my question for you is, how do you know when you're, you have spiritual wealth? Uh, and I guess the, the second question that goes with it is, when do you know you're in spiritual poverty and you need to start doing some different things? Uh, so Casey, we'll start with you today. Spiritual poverty is, uh, well, I think all of this different things we've talked about there's always gauges very one of these things milestones gauges triggers um when i have when i become too focused on me in the sense of how this is going to affect me and what's in it for me and why why would i do this if it doesn't benefit me i'm in serious spiritual poverty because for me, spiritual wealth has everything to do with gratitude, humility, seeking to better someone else's life, focused on the improvement and happiness and, and relationships with others. When I focus on that, when I focus on my uh, what I truly believe in in life and truly believe in what's important, absolutely affects my spirit it absolutely affects how i view people how i hear people how i perceive what's going on around me you know i can be at a at a youth sports event and if my heart mind and soul are in tune i can have versus if i'm there to be like punish kill and destroy the other team attitude there's two different games going on in my head and there's two different Mm. scenarios going on, like how I act or react to what I see. Like, you know, it could be the ref makes a horrible call and like, yeah, whatever. It's it's all good. It's just a, just this, or it could be, you know, I'm going to follow that ref to the parking lot after this game and tell him what I thought, you know? So, um, so yeah, I, for me, it's that definite uh, gauge for me on humility and, and gratitude and recognizing the good in others. If I'm, if that's happening to me in a not trying to type aspect, but I'm seeking it, my spiritual wealth is doing really well. Yeah, I, 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 a couple of great points. It sounds like that the language of spiritual wealth is gratitude. Is that right? Yeah, uh, for me it is. Yes, 
Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm with you on that one. I think that's great. And I love how you talked about that watching a kid uh, play sports. You can go into it with a spiritual mindset or you can go into it with yeah. a spiritually impoverished mindset. <clears throat> yeah. How you Absolutely. react is going to be different. Yep. Yeah, great spiritual yeah. wealth is really yeah. what we do on a day-to-day -day basis. It is. I mean, our spirit, mind, and body are, are, are one in a lot of ways. And can't, people who try to say, well, I, they're all separate. and well, you know, no, you know, We can argue that all day long, but they just aren't. It's, no. Right. No. There's no way to separate. The bodies are just housing our spirit, and we're just trying to do the best we can with the knowledge we have and it affects you every day how you choose to engage your spirit yeah it's like the spiritual wealth or poverty is is essentially you're showing up but it's also how you show up yeah. if i'm hearing it right yeah yeah and i don't tie it's as crazy it is and as you know me Steve, i don't i don't tie my spiritual spirituality or my spiritual wealth to my religious beliefs which right. sounds really sounds really weird right some people are like well, how, how does how do you not tie it to it well because it, what i believe in religiously absolutely affects me but i still have the every day have the freedom of choice to choose how i engage spiritually in my life yeah there in, are there influences from my religious beliefs absolutely but there's a thousand other influences there's people that influence me in a positive way that they're not they're not they're not coming from a religious aspect they're just coming from a different aspect and it affects me That's spiritually so i think i think you have to be people need to step back from religion and spirituality not because i'm trying to say there has to be a difference or a divide i think they just have to recognize how that how it influences us yeah it's so, interesting time yeah yeah, I think they're different yeah, things. Weird. I mean, religion is a vehicle. It's a it's a vehicle for education. It's a vehicle for community. It's yeah. a vehicle for um, uh, people to get together and share ideas. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whereas spirituality, it's your individual uh, part of who you are. It's how you connect. How how spiritual and are you? What's that wealth and poverty? So, Miles, how about you? What is, uh, how do you know when you've got spiritual wealth and or are sitting in an impoverished state? Well, I'm going to say something that piggybacks off of Casey. Actually, I think what I'm about to say is exactly what Casey said um, from, from how I view things, because he said some things that were really important. Um, I have this kind of broken down into two things the cosmic and the cultural and the cultural are the things we do every single day, you know, family, work, friends, hobbies, profession, business, money. How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? That's cultural stuff. Mm. The cosmic is who you are. And when I say cosmic, it can be interchanged with spiritual is who you are outside of that. And even when you take something like language, which is purely cultural, and you strip away language. Imagine living in silence. Who are you in that existence? And for me, spiritual poverty is when I spend too much time dealing with the cultural. 
all the time. You know, whether it's mm. the arguments of politics, religion, race, money, all of those things, you know, even the family stuff. If if I am too sequestered into into those things, I can't feel my spiritual self. And when I let go of that stuff, when I get rid of language and I live in this kind of physical quietude, this mental quietude where things and I'm silent and I'm connected to the the grand source of things, the universe. I feel that that spiritual poverty is is lessening and I'm starting to become spiritually wealthy. And I've noticed over the years the shift in this 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 being a totally cultural person, understanding the cosmic, starting to embrace the cosmic more and more and more to create more spiritual wealth. So I, I really have it broken down in those two things, the cultural and the cosmic. The cosmic pretty much is my spiritual existence, again, without language, without my body's quiet, everything is, and, and then I can allow other spiritual ideas to come in. But the poverty is when I am too cultural, too much stuff going on, and I'm emotionally invested in all this stuff. It takes me away from my cosmic existence. Yeah, it's interesting. And and do you find when you, so I hear you on when you're too engrossed in that. I've had moments where I did, I, culturally, I wasn't balanced enough. You know, maybe I wasn't taking care of the physical part. Maybe I wasn't taking care of my body. Maybe I wasn't taking care of, yeah. um, you know, making my bed or cleaning the house or whatever it was. And then all right. of a sudden, I can't get a great spiritual connection because there's chaos in the physical. There's <laughs> chaos in the culture. So we need both. Right. We do need but both. It's almost like there's this extreme. You go too far one way, you're not going to get the spiritual connection. You go too far the other way, right. you're definitely not going to get it because you're too engrossed into the physical and the cultural. Right. I think some some of the most powerful things with this this kind of dichotomy that that I that I've created for myself is people who are who understand their cosmic power can filter it through the culture. That's where we see great artists, great musicians, great mathematicians, people who have who have taken whatever their profession or hobbies are and funneled this tremendous love and energy through it. Those are the people that are in touch with their cosmic selves and they're filtering it through the culture. You can yeah. do that. Yeah. You can do that. And I can't, I'm not, I haven't played with it enough to see it the other way, the culture through the cosmic. I can see the cosmic through the culture, but the culture through the cosmic because the cosmic is too big. And so again, when we look at all those people who have, really maximize this kind of energy through whatever it is that they're doing their cosmic being is coming through the culture and those are the people oftentimes we get really attracted to because we can feel something other in their work yeah they've got a spiritual wealth that exudes in everything yeah they do. yeah yeah for me it's um you know one of the things that i've noticed is when i get into especially um over the last i don't know how many years that we've had these smartphones um, you know, you've got access to a screen all the time, iPads, TVs, computers, and we're in front of a screen so much that when I, I, I get into spiritual poverty, when I'm in front of a screen too often, 
And it's yeah. very, very easy to slip into it. I mean, there are times where I'll be out on a walk, I'll go to the park, I'll uh, be on a hike, and I'll pull my phone out maybe to take a picture or I'll get a text message or something. Then I'm in, the, the, the screen's in my face. And if the screen right. is in my face, I'm looking outward and I'm not looking inward. Yeah. The funny thing is, if I'm looking at nature, I'm looking inward. There's, I'm, I'm Isn't that interesting? Reflective. Yeah. Isn't but that if interesting? the screen is in my face, I'm not looking inward. In fact, yeah. even if I'm looking at another person, I'm having a conversation, there's still this mirror that causes me to look inward towards the spiritual wealth or poverty. But as soon as I've got some sort of screen in front of me, yeah. all of that uh, poverty you know, starts to show. So uh, I think for, for, for me, that's the biggest thing is I've got to make sure that I don't get into a sense of spiritual poverty by yeah. letting the screen dominate my eyesight. I've got to- Chris, gotta an interesting deliver. question because you wonder why nature, in nature, you feel like something is pushing you in and the screen, something's pulling out of you. Something's nature getting pulled out of you. Because nature is all about the spirit. There's a spirit yeah. in yeah. it. There's a spirit in yeah. creation and nature is creation. It's the most diverse creation out there. Yeah. And the spirit, yeah. the spirit speaks to speaks to that, and you you sense that in a way that it always draws you to think more. I, I mean, everyone says, I've never met a person that says, "God, I went up in the mountains. It was a beautiful day, and I was pissed." Right. I just, <laughs> right. <laughs> That's that, right. You've never, you've never heard that. <laughs> you've never heard that. Well, you see a lot of parallels. Too. I went in the mountains <laughs> and I, I laid under a tree and I had these amazing thoughts and I reflected on my life and I felt close to God or my creator or whatever that is. And I I just felt loved and I felt, you know, that's what you hear. Right. Yeah. right. You don't hear like, oh, I can't wait to go. Can we just go home? This sucks. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you do hear that, that from the right. kids sometimes. That's, no, but that's, you're right. I mean, there's, there, there is that, yeah, have enough, that spirit. Uh, of marshmallows to roast, but I mean, in, right. in the day, to, can, to get up in the mountains or to get up out in nature, you I mean, even out here in the desert, I love getting out in the open desert and, and I can just sit and, and, and listen and watch and feel that, that does wonders for my spirit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And well, I you know what's interesting? Up, I Go ahead. No, I'd say I might not come up with any great thoughts or any great outcomes, but it doesn't, you don't have to do that to. To connect spiritually with God. No, no. As a matter of fact, it's a shift. When you come up, it's a shift. You, it's a feeling. It's a yeah. You know, I just, I just feel like a better human being because my mind's clear. I, I have a desire. I, I tell you, when you guys are talking, the trigger and the gauge is always going to be: Am I thinking about improving someone else's life? Because mm -hmm. if I'm thinking about improving someone else's life my spirit is leading the charge and if yeah. your spirit is leading the charge you're really not going to make too many bad choices because you're focused yeah. on improving someone else's life and the benefit back to you is always tenfold compared to what you do for that other person it's just the way it works yeah, and yeah. That, that's a great game and you, you know what's interesting real fast i'm gonna say this real fast because it you said something about the it, you, the kids the paradox with kids is interesting because the kids who already are closer to the spiritual existence because they've just got here, 
Yeah. One of the reasons why they could be pissed out in the mountains, like I don't want to be here, is because their cultural selves are forming. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, we and can't that's a, dismiss. That's a longer or deeper discussion, but you're right. Right. Yeah. Well, how right. about you, our uh, evolutionary listeners? How do you know when you are in a state of poverty spiritually? How do you know that when you're in a state of wealth spiritually? What does that look like? Where do you go? How do you uh, get yourself to the point where you are in a much better state and that you feel much better if you get into that state of poverty? How do you get out of it? And there you have it, uh, folks. Another Evolve short is in the books. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at evolve underscore cast. Join the Evolve community by going to evolve-cast.com to pick up our clothing line. Like this episode, life is short. So now it's time for you to get out there and evolve. And evolve.